Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Unmarked, a collaborative podcast brought to you by Soccer Bible and Out of Home. Let's go! Yo, yo, you're listening to the Unmarked show. This is Unmarked. Yo, this is Unmarked. This is Unmarked. Wouldn't believe it, Jeff. He's broken past two defenders, completely on his own in the box. Now tuning in to the Unmarked podcast. You're listening to Unmarked, featuring Kieran, Kwame, Yaf and Steven. You London boys are crazy. Right, let's go, man. We can do this. We can, we can set things. Okay, you want to intro it or should I? Man, you do the thing today, bruv, because usually yeah, it's me, yeah, but I want to hear your voice. Yeah, you get me? Yeah, 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 yeah. No problem, man. <laughs> Welcome to the Unmarked Show. Dunno. Show brought to you by Soccer Bible and Out of Home. Jeez. Four Londoners in the creative industry, capturing and sharing stories of inspiring people while sharing our own. We like to do things a little bit differently. We like to have different conversations. Always. And today on the pod, we got Big Bad Akayo Sako. Are you Oh, <laughs> hey, listen, Kyle Sacker in the building. I've got my brothers with me as well. How are you all feeling? Feeling good, feeling great, feeling blessed, feeling grand, my brother. Justin. Nice, man. Feeling good, feeling good. But Kyle, what's what's like your nickname? What did the, what does everyone call you normally? People call me Bakayo if they can pronounce it properly, or they just call me B when I'm around. So there you go. Okay. Say yeah. no more, man. And um, bro, we're look, we're really looking forward to this conversation because um, as three Arsenal fans on the call, apart from the man next to me here, yeah, um, <laughs> I can say that you've been you've been a shining light for us as fans, man. Honestly, bro. And bro it's, talk, it's, man. Been, it's been it's been amazing to kind of see you grow from strength to strength. Um, and to have you on the call is a blessing. So thank you for your time, man. Because the only non-Arsenal fan, I can say that these guys haven't stopped calling your name in the group chat. And uh, <laughs> oh, nah, bro. I love you guys, man. I love you. I love you. Oh, my <laughs> thank you, man. We love you too, bro. Honestly. <laughs> what, what, what would you call it? <laughs> Steven's gasto, because he's Nigerian, bro. So I don't know why you're acting brand new, fam. <laughs> we're gonna come on to that section. Yeah? Let's, not, let's not spill all the tea right now. You know what I mean? Okay, okay, okay. Um, but like we mentioned, B, um, we really like to do things differently and you know, this ain't going to be like a typical interview. We more just want to kind of get to know you as a person, see what makes you tick, mm. understand you and, and kind of just get a little bit of your journey, man, understanding of your journey. Um, so mm-hmm. we'll, we'll just go straight into it. Like, obviously, we're all from London. A couple of us are based in Amsterdam, living in Amsterdam, but we all grew up in London. So as you coming from Elin, if I'm not mistaken, like, how, was, how was life growing up for you, man? Like, how did it all start for you? Well, yeah, I started in Ealing, you know, West London, just having all my, my friends around me, my family around me. You know, it's good like that because, you know, you have nothing to worry about. You're just a kid, you know, waking up every day, enjoying your life. So, yeah, I'll tell you, my, up, my upbringing in Ealing was just was perfect. I think I couldn't probably ask for a better childhood. So that set me in the, the right path from the start. Yeah, man. And kind of doing a little bit of research, but all, all just seeing how you conduct yourself, man, you can see that. Um, you're definitely someone that was raised with good values mm. and um, someone who was raised like with, with good morals. Like, 
can you speak on that a little bit? Like, I know you've got a gentleman next to me who's also of Nigerian upbringing. And, um, Tell them how we're raised, fam. <laughs> Tell them how we're raised. Feel different out here. <laughs> the Nigerian culture is different, man. That's how I was raised, you know. Um, mm. Just the parents, they have a lot of rules and not even rules, you know, it's just more values and you just have to respect it. And if you obviously step out of line, you, you learn your lesson. You know, some people it's a hard way, some people it's a harder way, some people their parents are more lenient. But for me, it was just about, you know, respecting other people, respecting my parents, listening to my parents and just trying to um trying to learn every day. So I would say that my parents definitely they definitely used the Nigerian culture. I went to Nigeria a couple of times when I was younger and I only have positive oh, memories from there. So yeah, I just get to see life from a different perspective when you're out there as well and then you come back and you know, life's different, so it makes you appreciate as well how lucky you are, how blessed you are to have food, water and stuff like that, a roof over your head, and then you just find a way to listen to your parents more. I think taking me to Nigeria and stuff, you know, it inspires you, so. Yeah, no, no, sick. Bakar, I just wanted to ask because I always like joke with the man them and say that the only reason I didn't make it is because like a Nigerian household, um, my mum and dad were always like, read your books. Anytime I want to go and do, play football, they were like, I remember I remember one time I had a my mom would blame everything on football. I had a cold one time. I came into the house and I said, ah, will you not stop playing this ball? Are they paying you? <laughs> I was just like, Mom, allow it, man. That's just like any small thing. My mom was like, stop playing football, go read your books. So like, how was that for you? Were your parents like supported from like day one? Or was there a moment where you're like, you know what? Maybe don't read your books this time. Maybe go <laughs> No, nah, bro, it was always read. Books, even when I was <laughs> even now, now I still have to read my books if I find a bit of time, you know, university. But you know, they, they grow to understand, you know. I think like when you're young, you know, I just have a I'm a kid and I have so much energy, you know, I can't stay in my house and read a book when there's a football yeah. around. You know, I'm gonna kick the ball, I'm gonna smash some things, you know. I went in my garden all the time. There was a bit in front of my house where I could go with all the other people in my clothes and just kick the ball around you know and just have some fun so I think my parents knew that because it was right in front of the house they could look out the window and see me so I'm safe and then there's all the other people from the, the neighborhood you know I'm just I'm only kicking the ball so I think they learned to realize that oh, okay it's not so bad you know but yeah. at the same time they always education was always first you know and it still is so I think yeah. that's that's one thing that Nigerian parents um they enforce in every household I don't know just mine or yours I think every Niger- Nigerian parents are like that yeah, no, and then just touching further on the culture as well, because I just, I, I went back to, um, I go quite often, but I went back for the first time uh, in 66. My dad passed away. I hadn't been back to Nigeria. So R. I R. went, P. yeah, yeah, man. yeah man. Bro. but I went back in uh, December. I think the man them convinced me to go and do that and uh, make that trip. And I was super thankful for it. And uh, just touching on the culture, um, the music uh, hits me and I know that you're a fan uh, of the music can you tell us a couple of artists that you're really like feeling and uh, have you ever managed to get this get the music pumping in the dressing room as well <laughs> bro the music pumps already I don't need to ask <laughs> <laughs> the music Afrobeats I think Afrobeats come a long way you know um, mm. it was always good but I feel like now it's getting recognised so much more you know guys like Wizkid and then oh. Burnham is now come on and he's just been amazing I think Everyone listens to it, so now on the engine, I can just sit down and relax and know that I'm gonna hear Burner Boy. So it's good, you know, that um, everyone's starting to recognize the African culture and the music now. 
Who, who, who's got the moves in the dressing room? Who's busting that shaku? <laughs> who's hitting that cool hard in the dressing room? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It? I feel like on the match day, you know, everyone's more focused, you know, but mm. some people have their own music. So no one's really dancing at the start. I'll say Oba's dancing, you know. Yeah, he, he loves the game, isn't it? Character, yeah. you know, so. <laughs> But I think when we win, you know, you can, you can see moves from anyone. So yeah, true. Unpredictable, really. Who, who who usually controls the, the the playlist? Normally every week it's Rob Holden. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. Swear down. That's surprising. <laughs> no, he has the, What's he putting down though? He has the variety, you know. He has to, okay, okay. to provide for us. Then um, he has the Afro beats. He has the Spanish people. He has okay. the. Uh, what he has type all of, Holden, of music, bro? So I think it's it's best that he does it so everyone can be happy, you know. Man like so, Rotation Rob, bro. I see it. What do you call it? Man like Rob is really holding it down, isn't it, fam? Oh my day. And then um because on to like the more serious stuff. Probably like, the most serious question we're gonna ask today is um <sighs> let me just take a deep breath for this one. <laughs> oh my god, here it comes. Jollof rice, Ghana or Nigeria? I just want to hear your thought. I just want to hear it. <laughs> That's a silly question for you. Eh? Come on. You know the answer Say for me is Nigeria no. and always. No. Say no <laughs> more. No, I have mean, this argument every day. It's it's here. Here. Thomas Partey, Eddie and Kate, uh, like they're gone. Eddie, Eddie, bro. <laughs> the, them man know, bro. Them man know. Uh, <laughs> man, you guys put, you put peas in that and carrots in that. What do you mean, bro? <laughs> what That's do you mean? Wrong. <laughs> bro, and you know it's bro. wrong. It's no, weird. no. Your, uh, your thing looks like, what do you call it, unfinished, bro? <laughs> Oh, right. <laughs> Moving like Dr. Dre's album, bro. Hey, B, B, let me ask you something. Do you put it down in the in the, in the kitchen? Can you can you, you cook? Can you cook? Yeah. Yeah, bro. I'm learning. You're learning. I, I made day rest the other day. Did Come you? On. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna need some evidence of that later on. To be honest, Jim. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Right, cool, cool, cool. Like, do you like? Like, do you have a team? Like, are you using your mom? Are you using your girl? Or is it actually you? Like, behind the pot and stuff. No, uh, my mom helps me. Of course, my mom is the one that took me in the first place. And now, when I cook, she will be there watching to make sure I'm doing everything okay. Because okay. she's gonna wanna eat some as well. So she wants yeah, to make sure she's not poisoned. Though. That, that pressure from parents <laughs> is real. No, when your parents are watching you cook. It's a different kind of pressure, bro. Oh yeah. my day. It's different. Because when I when I was I cooked for the first time, I had my mom on uh, FaceTime, yeah. She locked off the call three times. I th- I think it started when I was like asking her, I was like, Mom, these onions, not gonna lie, they're making man tear up. How do you normally approach? She was like, What's your age, you don't know how to cut chop onions. Just went left from there. So like after that, our relationship's recovered since then. But like, <laughs> I can't lie, it was, it was test times. It was testing. Um, moving away from the J-Rice conversation then, um, who were you inspired by uh, growing up? It doesn't have to be from the world of football, just like in life. Who were like, um, we say your three inspirations uh, as you were growing up? Um, I'll say my inspiration was always my parents. Well, I love you know, that. My, yes. Yeah, my parents, they worked hard. They worked so hard to make sure that I never saw them suffering and at the same time to make sure I had everything I wanted because, you know, as a kid, you want everything. You know, you see your friends have something like, for example, you go to school and everyone's got kickers and, yeah. you know, you want kickers. So my parents, they, they always just worked the extra mile to make sure I had everything I wanted. So 
I feel like that inspired me to, obviously, they're doing everything they can to make me happy, so I want to do everything that I can to, to make them happy. Sick, sick. So you say parents, outside of your parents, who else was a big, play a big role? For me, as a kid, I loved Cristiano Ronaldo, just yeah. on the football side, so... Talking my language now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I loved him. He was just, like, from where he started and where he is now and his mentality and all of that, I just... Yeah, that was... He was my inspiration, football-wise. He's come a long way since those blonde highlights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and kind of speaking about on the pitch, Bukayo, um, like seeing seeing how you was raised and like some of the things that you've said and you know how how close you are of your parents, it really mm. seems like you have an open mind and you're someone who likes to um, you know, like take on information. Like you even mentioned, you know, you pick up the book from time to time as well. Like that's incredible for someone who's who's really like burst on the scene. So. How do you feel like that mindset has translated? How you was raised, how you was um, raised. Sorry, how do you think that's translated into your sort of um, your football IQ and and how you take on information now within the within the football world? Um, I don't know. I feel like you know my parents always they always wanted me to learn, and as a kid, I always wanted to learn. So I think when you always want to do something, it becomes easier. It doesn't feel like it's a chore or anything. So when I'm getting information from different coaches or different people are trying to um, speak to me. I think it's the values that I've been raised on to just be humble enough to listen you know, because you never know what they they have to say and how much it can help you. So I think the first part is just just to listen. Even if you don't, you don't take on and use the information they give you, just to listen because it can be useful. And then from then on, I think I've learned so much more just by just listening to people. Yeah, they must be proud, bro. They must be proud. Yeah. And obviously, uh, as we mentioned, you've got three Arsenal fans here. Um, mm-hmm. we've watched you week in, week out, just go from strength to strength. And um, it's been amazing to see. Like, how has your last 18 months, two years been? Like, it must, must have been an absolute whirlwind, but how would you describe your journey that you've been on, graduating from the academy into the first team, no loan moves? Like, how has that been for you, man? Um, it's all happened so fast, you know? But, um, yeah, I haven't really... I've never really just sat down and looked back at everything because everything's still happening. You know, there's yeah. games every three days and stuff like that. So I don't think you ever really get the time to just sit back and look back and stuff like my England debut and stuff like that. It's just, I think I just need to find time to look back at it and you know, just see how far I've come in the past 18 months. But it's just not, um, it's not just the 18 months that I want to, keep progressing you know it's the, my, the, my whole career so mm. I think um, maybe I can do that at the end of my career because now you know, there's still so much more that I can achieve and I want to achieve yeah I love it you're focused man like you're not yeah. you're not kind of satisfied with where you are right now and that's 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 amazing to see I think what's in to me is the fact that you said you haven't got time to think about it like that's interesting because it just shows the trajectory you're on and how you see your career moving forward but what would you say looking back are some of the like your most fondest memories so far um, with what you've done? Um, I'll probably say winning the FA Cup because um, I remember when I was, I don't know how old I was, maybe 11, um, I was in the academy and they'd won the World Cup. I think it was like Alexis Sanchez and stuff like that. And they brought the trophy back to Halen Road and I was there taking pictures of it. I couldn't <laughs> believe, you know, I had the FA Cup trophy in my hand and stuff like that. I took so many pictures and then now for me to, how many years later, maybe a few years, a few years later for me to now win it and then be on the pitch at Wembley, you know, mm-hmm. holding the, tr- the same trophy. It's just, 
stuff like that. Right? Like I said, I don't have time to think about it, but when I do, it's just amazing. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. definitely would have been rolling around FA FA Cup winners medal just for like the, the next few weeks, boy. I just would have been wearing it in my car, going to Sainsbury's for no reason. I would have been soaking all of that up, boy. Yeah, but, chain, um, it? yeah trust. How, chain. how do you feel? Um, how do you feel Mikel Arteta has had an influence over you? Like he's obviously coming with a really specific style of play. Like, what, what would you describe your relationship with him as? I think it's really good, you know, because since he's come in, you know, he's he's played me. Um, since he, when I when he came in, I was only eighteen years old, and you know, the amount of starts I had in the Premier League was was crazy, you know, looking back at it. So he always, um, the thing about Mikel was he always believed in me and he showed that he believed in me by playing me and not just telling me. So I think as a player and as a, as a young player, it gives you a lot more confidence when you have a manager that says to you that, okay, I believe in you, I'm going to play you, go and show all your, your skills, your qualities that you have because I believe in you. I think from then on, I just knew that um, I would always have a good relationship with him, you know. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah. And maybe not now because <laughs> there's no fans, but... Did you feel pressure at all, like coming into the first set up? Obviously, like you said, it was only a few years ago you was taking pictures with the with the FA Cup trophy. Now you're you're part of the set up. Like, how was that for you, man? Yeah, I think coming in again it was it was a bit nerve wracking at the start because you know it's your idols, you know people like yeah. Abamyang, Lacazette, you know the people you look up to, you see on Instagram scoring goals and doing all of this and that. And, you know, now you're in the same change room as them, on the same pictures as them. And, you know, you want to impress them, of course. You want them to, to think you're good. You want them to like you and stuff like that. So it is nerve-wracking as a young boy. But I think, you know, they're good guys and they, mm. they speak to you. And I think when you have people like that, you know, it just makes you much more comfortable. And then from then on, you can just go and do your thing, really. Yeah. And who, who would you say sort of took you sort of under their wing when you, when you first moved into the first team? Was there anyone in particular who you know, kind of showed you the ropes? A lot of players did, but I think um, a special mention for David Luiz because he still does now. Oh, uh, what you know, guy, yeah. Yeah, Luiz. he has so much experience. He's won Champions League. He's played in the World Cups and stuff like that. And he always just takes his time to go and speak to all the the youngsters, um, all, of our, all of us, not just me, about, not just on the pitch, but off the pitch and, you know, how to have a successful career. So I think he's one of the people that did take me under his wing. That's incredible, man. Just because that's what's the best piece of advice that David Luiz thrown your way since you've known him? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> um, he's given me so much, but um, the best piece, um, 
I don't know. It's, it's in me now. I don't really know. Mm. It's just, I think, I feel like it's part of He made of you me a now. machine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, right? The different tips, you know, because he has experience and stuff like that. But yeah, I would probably say he wants me to, he always tells me to be, to be the best. And if, he always thinks I can be the best, but just be the best every day. You know, it's about mm. being every day because in football, they, they can yeah. forget about you. You know, if you do well this week, the next week you're not doing so well and you're a youngster. They just they forget about you. They talk about someone else. So he always says to me, "Try and be the yeah, best you can be every single day." So that's that's one of the good ones he's given me. Oh, sick, sick. Mm. You mentioned the word youngster just there, Bukayo. Um, it's tough these days, man. Like it's tough to to do what you've done. Like yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who would want to know, and maybe even some of like the players that you grew up playing with in academy. They want to know, like, what what does it take to be a successful young baller like these days, man? Um, there's a lot of things you know your talent your attitude your mentality but I think you know it's mainly probably the focus you know because I feel like it's 2021 and there's so much like distractions you know there's there's everything you know, your phone there's social media there's nightclubs there's this there's that you know what I mean stuff like that you can, you can be doing well and then you can go off go off your track you know I think it's just about staying on your track and Remembering why you you um you started football. Facts. No, I don't want. And that 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 leads us nicely to the next conversation about like um or next question. Sorry about fame. Like you know, like you, as you have said, you had a rise over the eighteen months, and before it was, you know, Bukayo is a rising star. Bukayo was an up and coming star, yeah. big man. I think now you're a star, isn't it, bro? So you understand. <laughs> so like, so like, so like, how do you deal? With, so how, how do you deal with the fame or like, the, like you're actually famous? How 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 have you how have you found out? Like even going to like Bukayo, sorry. Before, 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 sorry, go before ahead. you answer that, yeah, can we just say how wavy is Kwame's shirt right now? Bro? <laughs> <laughs> that shirt is cold. It's a little something. Thank you, yeah. Oh, no, Thursday but yeah, night, but sorry. <laughs> but Bukayo, yeah, how, 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 how do you deal with the, the fact that you're, 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 you're dealing with fame at your age? I thought it's difficult at the start, you know, because you can't just do the things you want to do, like maybe like just go to the go to a restaurant, you know, just stuff like that. You think. Mm. It's difficult because, you know, now people know who you are and they'll come over and disturb you. So I think, you know, you just have to manage it. I think, I think I've tried to manage my, myself, you know, when it's time to work, you work when it's time to enjoy, enjoy, and then try and protect myself away from being involved in anything that can obviously get me in trouble with the media and stuff like that because that's the last thing you want. So I yeah. think yeah. with the fame, it's, it's quite difficult, you know, and you have to manage it in the best way. So... I try to be reserved and not put myself in like situations where I can be caught out doing something or you know what I mean. What was it? What was it like going from just like you know, relatively unknown to just being noble superstar now? You know what I mean? Like how? What does that change look like to you? And how have you kind of navigated that? Because I know you've got grounded people around you, but I'm sure that was something that almost changed overnight, right? Yeah, it sort of did. You know, when I scored my first goal, I think um, people started to recognise me and stuff. And I think, you know, I think I'm talking a lot about the negatives, but I think it's a positive thing as well. You know, like when you see people on Instagram buying my shirt and stuff like that, that it just makes so me so sick, happy. Man. Yeah, like one time I went to Power League and they, these two kids saw me and they ran over to my pitch and they wanted a picture and 
Like they had Arsenal kits on on the back. They both had yeah, Saka yeah. number seven. So oh, it was, it's cool. nice, you know. It's when you're when you're like this, I, I wouldn't say everything's negative. So yeah, baby, man. No, so that's dope. That's not no worries, no worries. I was gonna say, and then Leah, like you know, obviously you know this time is very different, not just because of COVID, unfortunately, but also just the rise and the rising influence of um, social media. Like you know, like um, um, I know there's like an alliance on uh, on on IG of of, of of the footballers like sh- sh- showing each other love, but there's also a negative with hate from other sides or whatnot. But how has your experience yeah, been with s- social media? Because you know, yeah, do you want to speak on that? Um, yeah, I think um. When I first came, like when I first got social media and stuff like that, and I was posting, posting, a lot of it was positive, you know, because when you're, of course, in the academy and you're, you only post, like, you only score a sick goal or yeah. you do some skills and stuff like that, and then people start commenting, commenting, and then you start to like it. You're like, okay, it's nice. Everyone's always going to comment nice stuff about me. And then when you obviously start playing in the first team, you know, there's people, um, fans from other teams that just feel like they can just come and attack you, you know, because... You know, they just don't like your club and stuff like that. So I think, you know, I had to stop reading it because, you know, I used mm. to read everything when I was younger. Cause I didn't used to get a lot of comments. I used to get maybe 50 to 100 comments. I used to just read it all and just smile and stuff like that. But now I can't read everything because mm. it's not always so so positive. Exactly. And also because you have training in the morning and obviously that your comments are, are pretty big now. So you need to make sure you have time to to do your thing in it. You understand? I was going to say that... I said, obviously, you also have to make time for training because if you read all your comments, you'll end up being late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Right now, yeah. And um, yeah, I was going to say, um, like, what what do you think? Uh, as as you know, your 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 profile is rising and rising, and you know, you, you've seen a lot of young players, you know, reach heights. We've seen some kind of fade. We've seen some kind of crash. Like, what 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 are some of the the main pressures you feel of being like a a, a, a young star already at your age you know, I don't like to put a lot of pressure on myself mm. you know I think the only pressure that I put on myself is internally I always have myself set goals and targets to, to what I can achieve and you know if I for example I play a game I know if I played well and if I didn't play well you know I don't need to to read social media to, to be able to know that so yeah yeah, no, dope, dope. Last one before I hand it over to my to my brother Key. I just want to say, bro, like, sh- 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 shout out to everything you've done. I'm a I'm a lifelong mm-hmm. Gunnar. You seem you're a very talented individual, as we know. But most importantly, you seem yeah. very humble and grounded. And long may that continue. Facts. Yeah, and just yeah, like you know, facts, thank you for, for, for thank you from the bottom of my heart for like standing the thing last year in it. And uh, hopefully, <laughs> <it's another> <laughs> <laughs> no way, no. amazing man, amazing man. Honestly, bro, like. As I said before, watching you play is an, a joy and an excitement. So I'm sure everybody uh, that watches Arsenal and, and anyone that yeah, just facts. watches football, man, like facts. you are a, a real future star in this thing. We're just really privileged to have you on this time um, on this show and for, for giving us your time and speaking this to us. You know what I'm saying? So more power to you, my brother. Thank before you. we lock off, I was just gonna say, be like. What are your what are your aspirations, man? Where do you wanna where do you wanna take your career? Like when you look back, you said that you haven't got time to think back about what you've achieved so far. But when it's all said and done, what do you wanna hope to have achieved? And that can be, you know, either on or off the pitch. Mm. I feel like I wanna um, like when I look back at my career, I wanna have a lot of silverware to to look at. You know, um, when you see like um, people's cupboards and stuff, you know, when they have the little museum, yeah, 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 the, yeah. Trophies, the shirts, yeah, stuff like that. I want to have that. I think that would be so nice, you know, to 
look up, look back at all the, the years' works that you've done and just be proud of yourself. And of course, also, I want to um, win something um, with my country as well. You know, I think that will mean everything to me as well. Cool. Yeah. Right, I love it, man. I guess we're going to wrap up here because I'm, I'm sure we don't want to take up much more of your time. But thank you mm-hmm. so much um, for joining us. We appreciate you. No worries, it's been yeah. dope to have you on this show, as I said already, man. So, so I'm going to wrap it up here. You've been listening to The Unmarked Show with your boys, Kieran Yaf, Stephen and Kwame. And young gunner Bukayo Sako love bro appreciate it family thank you no so worries much. guys thanks for having me no worries man. of course thank man. You, bro. this message comes from BOF sponsor eBay you'll know real when you get it it'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it maybe it's a head turning handbag a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.